Hello and welcome back to Betch Slapped. I'm Jordana. I'm Sammy. Here we are. <laughs> Why do we always start so underwhelmed? What? I don't know. It's like another week. This is actually an ex- usually like we're sometimes recently we've had to kind of like dig deep for for pop culture events to talk about. I feel like things were kind of slow, but now I woke up this morning like it was Christmas morning, ready to talk about what's going on on Betch Lapped. Yeah. Like my immediate thought when I heard about this Pete and Ariana breakup and about Meghan Markle's baby there's was so much there's stuff. so much to talk and about. There's on also like Selena Justin kind of stuff too. Okay, it's really big. It's something someone in retrograde. Let's get. <laughs> I mean, probably there's always something in retrograde. All right, okay. which we start. Let's with? get into Pete and Ariana. Okay. Um, and then we'll see what we have time for. Uh, yes, we'll see what we have time for. So I just want to preface this by, okay, Pete and Ariana's breakup, and you also mentioned Justin and Selena. Mm-hmm. This All this stuff is coinciding with my um, <laughs> new obsession with this podcast or this person called Enti Lawyer. Okay. Who, okay, I don't know if anyone, ha- like, 10 years ago or 15 years ago, like, literally when I was in high school, I was reading this website called Crazy Days and Nights, where it they would have blind items and you be and basically what he'll write is like a description of two people and a situation and then it's it's blind so you have to guess what it is and then he would reveal them oh i guess but he's like a game yeah so he's been doing this for 10 years it used to be called crazy days and nights now he's empty lawyer on instagram and he has a podcast okay um on patreon what does that have to do with okay so he has all the dirt on the celebrities like he has all the inside info how because he has the celebrity like literally he's literally well robert downey jr is one of his major sources he spent like literally 10 years cultivating these people and he knows just so much about what's going on in hollywood and he's typically right mm-hmm. so the other day i listened to the selena gomez deep dive i'll get into that with you later but this morning i listened to the pete and ariana deep dive and it seems like their relationship was pretty insanely unhealthy um they were constantly doing drugs according to him according to him according to him the guy the podcast or, okay yeah yeah not according to pete right um i this, mean she used to date mac miller and he had clearly a drug problem so i wouldn't be surprised if Right, but she gets sort of painted as like, oh, she was his savior, but apparently she was on some things too with him, right. and she still is now. Um, so the way that this breakup went, okay, this is how he sets up the relationship. Ariana paid for like everything. This is all like alleged, Pete. by the way. Oh yeah, right. everything yeah. I'm saying okay. is alleged, and I'm just repeating what I heard on another okay. podcast. I yeah, don't sue us, Ariana. Sorry, <laughs> I don't think she. We're her biggest problem. I don't think okay. we're her biggest problem. Anyway, but so she and Pete were doing like a lot of drugs together, and she was paying for everything and everything of his. I think that she even may have paid for the engagement ring. Okay, and she would, and basically what she like needed him around for was to like hit up new drug dealers because like she didn't want to constantly like be hitting up different Didn't drug she dealers. Have, like an assistant who could do that. Well, I don't know she if it's like, like fake be engaged to do that. I, no, I I think the engagement was like an impulsive fun thing. Right. And he was obviously more obsessed with her than she was with him. Mm-hmm. And she was like, and he was at the end, he was basically begging her like, okay, apparently after Mac Miller kills himself um, or anti lawyer thinks that maybe he, he was killed. That's another. This is okay. the best podcast ever. So like, this it's is like a, is life. this a conspiracy theorist podcast? No, this guy like is real... like this guy has is well established. Like I think the who are his sources? I told you one of them. Like his most famous known one is Robert Downey Jr. But he like had he people he all like over the, Hollywood will talk to him. Is he like the Gossip reality Girl. Steve of uh, yes. the pop the 
young Hollywood franchise. Yes, he is. He is the like the reality Steve of that okay. pretty much. Um, and what what was I saying? So she was really upset about Mac Miller and this made Pete like really insecure. And he kept being like, well, are you going to break up with me? Like, do you love me? Like what's going, like what's going on? Like, and she kept canceling more engagements because she was like stressed out and like more doing drugs. You mean like more like shows or Sh- something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like appearances. How many people was she yeah. engaged to? No, no. She okay. was, she was canceling like all these appearances because okay. she was like, on drugs and probably or, like really depressed about right the well, fact like, that she this guy she dated for five years is dead that's like really could right. see how that would fuck you up right no I, i'm right, not yeah. saying that like i'm not blaming her i'm just saying right. like it's all here's sort the, of like right. here's what i mean i don't want to again generalize but i feel like if you're dating someone for five years that has a very serious drug problem you yourself it'd be very rare for someone to have not dabbled in that themselves just because like it's not if i've never done drugs before i'm probably not dating someone who does a lot of drugs right exactly (laughs) just just probably not like definitely but like well another thing that nt lawyer said was that so the reason ariana was paying for everything is because one she she makes more money a ton more money and two pete spends all of his money on drugs really yeah maybe they should all go to rehab that's what I'm getting from this podcast is that the two of them, Selena, Justin. What's going on with Selena? So as Selena. I'm, I'm like, as you know, I am. Selena apparently. Very into Selena Gomez. Again, according to NT Lawyer, okay. this is all alleged. She allegedly tried to kill herself. Because okay. like he said something about the fact that she had had like a commitment ceremony with this like older man who then like ditched her. And she was depressed about that. She was depressed about Haley what older and Justin. Man? Anonymous I, older man. I don't know. Yeah. Like some guy. Right. Um, and he, she, I guess, so she, this, ghosted her. Whole, like she had a breakdown thing is really her trying to kill herself. Well, yes, that. But apparently, like, I don't know if this is true. And I feel really bad saying it if it's not. Is that like she was the, even the kidney transplant was because of like drugs like because she needed a new kidney because of doing drugs i thought she had lupus that's i know that's what that's what i was maybe pretty it's sure like about she too. had lupus and she also did drugs and that didn't help the situation right i think it's it probably could be like that. a combination of things i mean you would you really like i don't believe she, she like made up that she had lupus Is i that, didn't i don't think so either right. but apparently that's like what Is this guy saying that she doesn't have lupus i don't he didn't say that she doesn't have lupus but he said that that was the real reason for the kidney transplant was because she had like worn it out from doing drugs well and what? i want to okay i just want to get to something that's like deeper in in terms of both ariana and selena gomez okay something he says about both of them is that i mean they obviously grew up as like children stars through disney mm-hmm. and i think a lot of what got them to be this fucked up is that they were like passed around with these nickelodeon executives like in a sexual like a sexual assault kind of they way were, like sexually abused yeah he's like that's something he like hammers home like all the time is that like really as young kids and as teenagers they were sexually abused and they were basically like and that as you know drives people to to right depression anxiety drugs right that sort of thing and it makes sense that that, that's kind of like the world that they came from yeah i wonder if that's true but i mean if it is it's really fucked up i know selena gomez from wikipedia her that uh she grew up with like a teen mother and her parents were like not together and i remember reading one story about how she and her mom would like go like pick up the recycled like cans like they literally had no money um at all um so yeah i mean i'm sure that 
and it's same with Justin, like really fucked up childhood, really fucked up stuff. Like yeah. I'm sure that I'm Pete, sure that leaves Pete you right, Davidson too. Right. I'm sure that leaves leaves you very vulnerable to being like to being if you were gonna be if someone was gonna take advantage of you, like very open to wouldn't you think they would come forth with that though? No. Well, first of all, right now, the climate of like people coming seemed- forward about sexual assault is like much different than it was then. Right, but I'm saying, wouldn't you, don't you think they would come out now and be like, this is what happened to me? I don't know. I, I can't say that I would say that they definitely would do that because it like there's a stigma about it. There's still a stigma. It's not like it's traumatic. First of all, it's traumatic for, for them. Right. And second of all, it's it's stigmatized so, so and they this don't guy want to screw up know their relationships. He doesn't know who it was. Or I mean, he's just who the assailants he, were. Right. Like who, who did he get this information from? Um, he said Dan from? Schneider. I mean, this is like a widely known thing that Dan Schneider, Nickelodeon, like has some serious like, like casting couch allegations. I mean, allegedly, yes. Huh. Yeah. It's fucked up. So that's what that's like what this guy says. I'm just I'm okay, literally so, just repeating so what they, he so said. They broke up because of the Mac Miller thing kind of started this insecurity on Pete Davidson's part. Well, and no, I don't think it was just that. They broke up because this was never like a, real thing. a really right. deep thing. Well, he got a lot of really good PR out of it. So uh, I think that he, really good in the sense that I know now know who he is and I didn't before. And right. so do I think millions of other people. Right. Fair. But like, I think it maybe isn't good in the sense that you have. It isn't like so different from Selena and Justin other than the fact that it's like short term in that you have like these like highly insecure codependent insecurely attached men who then treat the women right and women who then are in these like highly dysfunctional relationships Mm -hmm. and treat the women like shit um he said anti-lawyer said that pete davidson treated cassie david and carly aquilino like shit so we could at least confirm one of those why um what was he gonna say so why did so what's going on with justin he um, just visited her does he have anything to say about that i ha- no i haven't heard more about that but the episode i listened to was like the selena gomez deep just, dive right so it wasn't like the justin one but okay. i think he is going to do one about justin and selena he said soon you right. guys should really subscribe to this it does I cost really, money but i, I really <laughs> want to know like what the deal is like will you should listen to this will podcast ju- I don't listen to podcasts besides the, all the bitches wants. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen to those either, but uh, it's fun. No, but this one is like, really I don't listen to podcasts. I just record them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you honestly, you would, this is like so juicy and I know, I mean, but you I also say like, you don't believe it. Maybe I'm not it's saying not I don't true, believe it. I almost kind of, feel, I'm not saying I don't believe it. I almost feel like it's wrong. Do you feel like it's wrong to even listen to it? Like these are these people's like, somewhat why is it wrong to listen to the truth about people when when you have everything else you have the us weeklies you have the peoples you have the vogues would you want someone listening to the truth about you no but subscribe podcast no i wouldn't but i like some some guy out there is just making money off of spilling your innermost personal secrets that you don't want no out to the world that's your complete most inner private life i absolutely would not molested as a child i absolutely would not but here's the thing they have everything else on their side. They have all the main publications that publish basically what their PR people tell those publications right. to publish. So this guy is like a reality Steve being like, okay, 
they have all the legitimate quote unquote publications that, mm. you know, they get like the true state. They yeah. get the statement from the I publicist. And then you have this, which is like, what's really going on? Do we have a right? Really, the question is, do we have, do a, we right have a right to, to know, know what's really going on? Is it any of our business what's really going on? Here's the thing. Why is it? OK, maybe we don't have a right to know what's really going on. But then why? Are you, why lie to us? That's that. I'm not really not, upset. You're saying they should not say anything. Here's the thing. I'm less upset about like. Not knowing about really their deep secrets. I feel like Selena's not saying anything. It's not like she's like coming out being like, I'm like totally, I guess with the, everything with the she kidney does, thing. Everything yeah. she does is an attempt to craft her image through her publicist. Right. So but it's so like, that she can continue to like work on her career though. She's, is she like, yeah, she has like multiple albums. Right. I know. But like, and she does like live shows. Well, first of all, another thing he talks about is like, like, opportunities that that like these people because they have these issues will like forego or they will like drop out of because they basically like can't function like what well i can't remember the example but it was in the selena gomez i don't remember if he was talking about selena or he was like on a tangent about someone else but he like mentioned a situation about someone who like was supposed to release like a whole album and then she like didn't because she couldn't make any good song. Oh, it was Rihanna. That's who he was talking about. Like Rihanna, like couldn't record like all these things. Oh, I listened to the Jay-Z and Beyonce deep dive and that shit is like insane. Well, I want to hear about that. Cause they're the most crafted. This is going to become the re the repurpose empty lawyer, whatever uh, podcast. It's like the free, it's the free version. It's the free version. But, um, but here's, I I don't know. I guess the, yeah, that is the question. Like, I think it does know, which also the question of, right. But do we have a right to know? Maybe not, but do we have a right to not want to be lied to? I, I, I don't care about knowing the, the truth as much as I care about not being lied to. Here's Do you the see the difference? I understand that. I also like feel like if being lied to isn't really affecting my life, it's like, okay, like for me to be lied to doesn't, I'm not, I'm not losing anything really. Are you, I'm not, I'm not really losing. Like I'm not, it does not, I'm, this isn't my life. Would so you, it's like, would I'm you pay for tickets to a Selena Gomez concert? What would what would her personal life have to do with that? If I pay for, just, if I did pay for tickets to a Selena Gomez concert because because I like Selena Gomez's maybe, music. Okay, but maybe these celebrities could not have these images that they have if it weren't for like all this shit that's basically used to build them right. up. Right. I mean, if everyone were real. if everyone knew exactly who everyone else was, yeah, maybe that's the question. Like, do we? Yeah, do we have a right? To, if I, it was like the government who was like secretly like watching me, yeah, I think I have a right to know. If it's like Selena Gomez who actually has like it does more the drugs, the government is secretly if, watching you. If Selena Gomez <laughs> does like more drugs than I think she's doing, like, and is it my business? Like, not really. I mean, is it? But is it your business that to hear this bullshit about how Selena's like this perfect girl and like she and Justin are so That's in love? That's also not my business, right? Exactly. Right. So, like, why is it okay? Why is one lie okay, but not another? That's just I don't know. Look, I don't know. This yeah. is. I mean, I think that it, even the bigger, debate, right? The debate even a be bigger made point. Even a bigger point is like, why is there an industry? And I mean, we have a podcast that we're now discussing this on why is there an industry built on celebrity gossip because the celebrities are the gods of our time okay but here's the thing no one That's gossips about picasso's life and he's making painting like or he was well, he dead. was making no but um, he was making paintings and were people gossiping about because like, no one likes no one gave a shit about his paintings while he was alive i don't think that's true for Isn't him true? they did or was that yeah, someone else that's van gogh 
Because it was a different time. There wasn't mass media the way there is. You couldn't, you could, there was no way to disseminate that information in the same way. Okay, let's say like... People were definitely gossiping about Frank Sinatra. Okay, let's say J.K. Rowling. You don't really hear much about like gossip about her life. Right, well, that's the other story. It's like if I reveal a little bit about my life, does that mean you get to know all of it? If I want to share like a little bit about who I am, like does that mean you? it's your right to know everything? The problem is not about revealing one thing or another. It's about like the... F- and again... This isn't like me advocating for the Us Weeklies and it's mm-hmm. not me advocating for the anti lawyer or the reality right. state. I'm not even really sure what the answer is. I don't think there is a 100% a correct answer. Right. If I were going to point to a problem, it would be like the existence of an industry around gossip about people's lives who their the point of their life is not the gossip. Like the reason those people are famous is because of their music. So then why is there this like side industry that's based on knowing stuff about these people? I think that's just human nature. Like... Yeah, it didn't used to exist because there wasn't way, like ways to get it out as much. But in the old days of kings and queens, when those were people who were like the gods, people there people in like the villages would be talking about them too. They wanted to know everything that was going on with them too. Like whoever the godlike figures are, there's just natural human curiosity. I don't think it necessarily is like something that would change or like even a reflection of our particular culture. I feel like it's just human nature to kind of want to know whoever's like the most famous, biggest person of the time. The more you want to know about them, the more you're like, cause they seem like a mythical creature cause they're so big. Right. So maybe the problem is us and the fact that we care so much. <laughs> I think it's definitely more us than them. They're just regular people. Everyone, all, the kings and queens of the past were these regular people. Right. Who like, happened to be in this position. Right. Who happened to be in this, the most well-known people among their area. Okay. Also, royal speaking, ba- of, speaking of royal baby, I really want to know what the deal is with these people have no talent either. Here's what <laughs> kills me about this Meghan Markle thing. It's like, yes, I was fully, I knew she was, I've known she was pregnant for the past month. Like I've been like, I would have put money on it. Okay. Sammy had, did a deep dive in her dumpster and found her pregnancy test. No, honestly, there was no evidence other than just looking at pictures. She appeared to be pregnant. Well, she's also like a woman of age for for baby, for having a baby. She's like a little on the older side. She said she wanted to have a baby right away. So yeah, as soon yeah. as she gets pregnant, How like it's she, happening. Like 36 or 37. She was 36 when she got married. She's that was like what, six months I ago? I think she's already 37. Okay. So, yeah, so she like looks pregnant. You could tell by what she was wearing. Everything she was wearing was meant to hide her stomach or attract attention away from her stomach. She looks like she's a very thin woman. Mm-hmm. So she looked a little bit bigger and then it became noticeable. She was pregnant before the wedding? No. No. Definitely not because the baby's coming in the spring. Right. Okay, but whatever. She's pregnant. Interesting. She's pregnant. No one's that surprised. I feel like she kind of like it had to be. It was like only a matter of time if she wants like, you know what I mean? As as long as she was able to have a baby, it was going to happen as I soon as possible. I think her kid's going to be really cute. I agree. I'm very excited. Yeah, it's a lot of baby. mix of different looks. Right. Like, will it have she, red hair? Yeah. Will it have like dark skin? skin? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, Meghan Markle is really, really pretty. She's really pretty. And Harry's like not, I don't think that cute. But like together, I think they were, will make like a... I hope it's a girl. Interesting baby. I just find girl also, babies seem more exciting. I thought it was a little fucked up that she like announced it like literally the day after the Princess Eugenie's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that's... Can you like let her have the weekend? Princess Eugenie. Is that her name? <laughs> Eugenie. Eugenie? Yeah. <laughs> Eugenie, princess, princess Eugenie, princess Eugenie. Yeah. Okay. Um. um yeah. 
All right, so let's move on to an email. I'm just, I'm no, no one has ever said her name out loud to me. I don't know how you say it. I'm Do you sorry. not watch the coverage of no, all the royal weddings? I don't care that much about the royals. We watch coverage. This is the first time I figured out who the fuck she was, actually. But like, I did think it was kind of messed up. Like, let her have the weekend. I've known who she was before Kate. What did they wedding. really have to like announce this? Pre- like, this is her day. Well, a, maybe Megan doesn't like when other people take the spotlight. I out. thought it was a little fucked up. Like she could wait a week or she was trying to like, can't she just do it next week? Like this is her wedding weekend. I know. I just found out who she was. Let her have the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I know who Eugenie was. I've known Eugenie since uh, okay, like serious I mean, royal family buffs know who she is. But like people I'm who not are a buff. I just know since Kate Middleton's wedding because I remember also Gary Janetti, you know, Gary Janetti yeah. on Instagram. He's he did like the funniest coverage of, of Princess Eugenie. Like he you know what he does? Like, what's his name? Prince George. OK, he was like, like all his captions were like, oh, wait, yeah, he's she's really not funny. a maid. That's so funny. <laughs> it was really funny. OK, today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. But you can't imagine anything fitting anything else into your life? Well, with Talkspace, therapy isn't as easy as sending your therapist a message. So to get something off your chest whenever you need to, you can talk about everyday challenges at work or um, at home. Just chat about life. No extra commutes, no leaving the office, no judgments, and Therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories, although we have a lot of fun with that. Um, It's also about practical everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist provides you a designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make a positive change. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges that we all face. To match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, and it is fucking expensive. Go to Talkspace.com slash Betch and use the code Betch to get $45 off your first month. Show your support for this show. That's a That's, steal. It is a steal. That's Talkspace.com slash Betch. Okay, right, let's, let's do an email. Do, let's do an email. Dear Betches, I just have a lot of feelings. Anyways, wait. Okay. This yeah. started in the middle of nowhere, this email. <laughs> What she th- uh, okay, so uh, sometimes people give a lot of praise and sometimes need to cut it in the interest of time. Okay, I have been abroad for about a month now. And to be honest, it's not exactly the dream that I had pictured in my head. I have some theories as to why I don't love it as much as I should. Paris is a lot bigger than expected. I live with a host family. I'm far from friends who live in an apartment, new city, etc. All of these things have factored into why I think this dream of a, a semester that I've been thinking about since I was in middle school is turning out to be not all that it's cracked up to be. I really just wanted to write in and see if these feelings are valid. I feel this immense pressure to be having the most incredible time of my life because of everything I've heard and the insane amount of money it costs. So every time I feel like things aren't so picture perfect, it genuinely crushes me. When in small inconveniences happen, I become extremely upset simply because of this crazy pressure to have a perfect time. For example, I invited all of my college friends who are abroad to stay at my family apartment on the coast of Italy. Ooh. Can I go? Nice. I assume people would jump at this opportunity, but my one friend canceled last week and one of my friends says she couldn't come last night. I asked some of my friends here in Paris, but at this point they've already made other plans. I asked some of my friends here in Paris, but at this oh, so it will literally be me and my other good friends who studies with me in Paris, which is fine, but I just wanted more people to be able to come. I freaked out at my friend who canceled on me last night, and I just want to know if this is an overreaction or if I'm justified in being upset with her. Her canceling really crushed me, and I just wanted her to know that. All of this, I think, comes from an underlying feeling of not loving abroad, and this was just the cherry on top. Anyways, please, I need your help with the situation. I hope you can for- 
give me some of the great advice I hear every day while I sit on the metro from Underwhelmed Abroad Batch. I have a thought on this. I have a thought too. Why don't you go first? So one is that this is like totally fine to be underwhelmed. Like especially if this is like one of your first times traveling and like experiencing the world. Like you might not like it as much as you thought it as much as you thought it did. You probably were basing a lot of your hopes and dreams on the fact that it looks really fun on Instagram right. when other people do it. I mean, you but they, you don't, right. they don't show you the nitty gritty. The other thing is you're a month in. It actually takes one Wild. month for culture shock to um, according fully... to the seminar that we went to. Abroad. Yes. Yes. Yeah. According to no. the seminar we went to abroad, it takes a month for culture shock to like peak. So you're probably going through this like very normal phenomenon that you're just you're in a foreign place. You're not used to mm-hmm. anything. And those small inconveniences that seem like no big deal they become a bigger deal. I feel like when you went abroad, you like didn't necessarily love it first. Right? Me? There were parts. Yes. I was going to, I was going to say right. that next. There were parts that I did not like about it. Like there were, yeah, there were definitely times that I like did not have as much fun as there were times that I had like an amazing time, but I did not handle the culture shock. Well, when I, and I'm the kind of person who, when I travel and I'm in a very foreign place, it, I, my anxiety definitely like acts Mm -hmm. up and it takes me some adjusting and that's normal that's okay not everyone is like able to go to a new place and have no emotional reaction to it like some people do and that's okay if it's you right yeah I think a lot of people have that issue abroad because it's like one of those things you feel like a lot of just like any it's almost like your birthday it's like you feel a lot of pressure to like have a great time. You feel a lot of pressure to to really enjoy where you're at. It's like a once in a lifetime experience, not your birthday, but abroad <laughs> um, in any case. And I think it's just the kind of thing where it's like you, c- you can feel kind of lonely because you are like further away from people that you think might be having more fun. I think with this friend that, that canceled on you, it's nothing really that your freak out has nothing to do with her. It has to do with you and the fact that you're just like, unhappy at the moment um and feeling like you should be having an amazing time like you're in paris like when do you get to do that again right but i think what i would say is take it take like a day or probably by the time you listen to this it'll be more than that take a little bit kind of like think about like why you're feeling this way it's definitely more about you text your friend and just be like i'm sorry i freaked out at you i'm just feeling like a little lonely and like sad and i was really looking forward to like seeing everyone at this at this house in what is it Italy or something or Paris whatever I was really looking forward to like seeing everyone and I just felt like very overwhelmed that that um people were not wanting to come and I just felt bad so I'm sorry if I'm freaking out at you it's just really about me and I'm just like having a little bit of a hard time abroad right now yeah and give yourself some time to adjust and know that it's like normal it's not your fault it's fine and here's the other thing a lot of the times when you're really uncomfortable in a new city or in any aspect of life, like your first thought is to just like, I need to get around my friends. I need to be around my comfortable thing. But like feeling uncomfortable is really what helps you grow. And this seems like a really good opportunity since you can't really change it to kind of like lean into figuring yourself out and kind of exploring things on your own and taking yourself out of your comfort zone and maybe maybe not liking it for a bit because you are in a strange city. But also think like, yeah, I'm in Paris. I'm none of my friends are really here. So like if I'm ever going to like kind of figure out how to do a city by myself, like I kind of almost have regrets that I never really got to do that. And I think I probably would have hated it, too, at first. But it's the kind of thing where if you, I'm sure if you stick through it, you're like, Oh, I can like discover new things and meet people I would have never met before and kind of do things on my own and feel kind of shitty. 
but also grow from it. Cause like you never really grow when you're like around all the same people all the time and you never meet new people or do new things or feel a little weird. Like you kind of have to feel weird. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Speaking of abroad, I studied abroad in Florence and I have to say Florence has like the best leather ever. And since studying there, I'm like kind of obsessed with Italian leather, which brings us to our sponsor today, which is M Gemmy, which is an Italian footwear company. Um, it's a luxury company. We just got our first pair. They're amazing. Yeah. So they're made by the same family owned workshops in Italy where the most well-known luxury brands are made. That's where these M Gemmy shoes are from. Right. And what, what shoes did you get? I got, um, they were like loafers. Okay. What did you get? I got these like sandals. They're so beautiful. They're like studded, open toed. I'm very excited to wear them. It's a little late in the season. Ready but for I'm, winter. Well, I have, <laughs> I'm going to Mexico soon for a wedding. So I'm really excited to wear them there. They're like beautiful. They're really, really well crafted. Um, but here's the best part. They, you have the luxury, you have this luxury Italian leather as these insane brands at a third of the price. Yeah, that's like the best part. Yeah. Um, so go see for yourself how amazing these shoes shoes are at mjemmy.com slash betches. You'll get $50 off your first pair, which is like kind of a lot of money off. It's a lot of money. I want to really, really high quality shoes. Yeah. Seriously, like I got them. I tried them out. They fit great. They look great. They're, they're awesome. And it's um, so you get $50 off your first pair. That's the letter M G E M I dot com slash betches for $50 off your first pair mjemmy.com slash betches mjemmy italian luxury made the old way sold the new way i'm literally going to use this promo code to get another pair you should should we play some games let's play some games also guys just so you know make sure that you pre-order our book when's happy hour it comes out on october 23rd october 23rd what day of the week is that tuesday, tuesday. it comes it's out one week from tomorrow to when the day this comes it out. comes out one week from today yeah yes please pre-order it it's gonna be a great book you're gonna love it it's gonna give you all this um all kinds of advice about work, work. and career <laughs> and uh finding your destiny and writing a resume it sounds like jordana's never read the book but <laughs> she has <laughs> it is finding your destiny it really is it's because it's like that's self-fulfillment that's your legacy yeah that really it really is in the about real, fulfillment. in the grand scheme of, of things that's really what it's about yes and if you pre-order and send a screenshot of your pre-order to whh at betches.com you will be automatically entered to win a louis vuitton Neverfull bag which will be announcing the winner on october 23rd so please pre-order before then please thank you Game's all right let's play time. some games all right would you rather have lived four months abroad in college or right now? Right now. Hands <laughs> down. I Okay, I think right now I'm mentally and emotionally equipped to appreciate it more, to enjoy it more. And like you were saying, enough, be yeah. okay with that discomfort and realize that that was for growth. Whereas in college, I was just like, where's the next good time? Right. I where are my Americans at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, where, like yeah. where are we going tonight? Well, like, yeah, it was for the record, like, Sammy was in Seville. I was in Florence. Yeah. We but both lived, some, we both yeah. lived with people that we knew. Yeah, and I came to Florence like five times. That's true. Yeah. And but because I was like looking for comfort and like looking for to be familiarity, right? Right. Familiarity and like I was just always looking for like where are we going out next? Like what That's are we going to eat next? I would say right now but now the bill would be on me. In college Let's it was Let's say the not. bill is on the same if the person. Bill, if the bill was on my parents both times, definitely now. Yeah. If I'm paying if it's like who if it's like I go in college my parents pay or I go now and I have to just figure out how to support myself for four months in right. like Florence 
I think now it would actually like add to who I am as a person, but in college, it almost made that person worse. I could see that. Yeah. It like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. She would party BBFF with um, Ariana Grande, Meghan Markle, or Selena Gomez. Okay. It's I'm hard. being BFF with Selena Gomez because I'm too. obsessed with her. Um, I'm I, partying with Ariana. I'm partying with Ariana because you just said she does a lot of drugs. It's just a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, she, she seems like a ton of fun. And I'm getting rid of Meghan Markle because she's pregnant. So like I can't really relate to her at the moment. And she's probably kind of boring. Yeah. Definitely not par- partying with pregnant Meg- Meghan Markle. She's probably like not doing much. She also was down to make this transition from regular fun celebrity who didn't have any rumors about her drug use, to be honest, yeah. to this like royal who has to like follow all these boring rules so which brings us to our last question would you rather have your daughter grow up and marry a british prince or grow up and win the actual lottery lottery really death lottery sounds amazing the only bad part is that you have to pay taxes on it (laughs) (laughs) being you have a lot probably got a little more money than winning the lottery if you become a prince yeah but i've said this on the podcast i don't don't want to be a princess that being a princess is all that it's cracked up to be i think it's a lot of rules i think maybe being a princess like a hundred years ago would have been the better answer because there's probably more rules than yeah but a little more racist than yes but the life that you were compared to like as a woman right that life is way better. Both women, both right. in both situations, a lot of rules in general women, for society. Right, women were not really liberated in either situation. So I'd rather be in this like super amazing unliberated situation. But now, now that this lottery money could like be all mine because I'm a, like because right now my money you wouldn't have to decide what to, to do with husband. it. You don't have to ask the queen about how long your skirt length. Right, exactly. Right. right, like maybe that that rule a hundred years ago would have been fine because it's like everyone's playing by those rules. So right. like whatever. But now you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go have all of these like rules and have to like stop eating when the queen eats. Like even though I'm still hungry, like <laughs> fuck that. They would just make me eat super fast. Those are my priorities. <laughs> all right, that's our show. Thanks so much, guys. Um, we will see you next week. Pre-order When's Happy Hour at Betches.co slash W-H-H. And email us at slapped at Betches.com for any questions, comments, concerns, whatever. Okay, bye. Bye. Betches.